0: And the forces with me, I want
1: to force the forces with me. Jedi. Hello,
2: it's Thursday night, it is time for the Geek News Now, Cantina Happy Hour. Uh, Let's see, where there's all kinds of scum and villainy, and we must be cautious.
1: I'll be careful. (laughs) Uh, You'll be dead!
2: (laughs) I am David, I am your host as we walk through this hour of Star Wars stuff. With me as always is Debbie. How are you, Debbie?
3: I'm good. How's everybody out there?
2: We've got... I'm this is uh, it, it looks like William changed his thing what's up hey guys and oh hey guys there now he's back to the
3: geek. <laughs> Hi William. Oh William always changing it up.
2: <sighs> also, you're hot then you're cold.
3: Cam, Cam in focus. How are
2: you Cam? <laughs>
1: uh, exhausted. Exhausted. I mean uh, I'm getting my house ready to accommodate a family of six whose home was destroyed in Hurricane Ian. So that's been the last couple of weeks for me. So uh, to, to everybody out there who was looking forward to my Everything, everything Everywhere All at Once Cam and Focus video, I am so sorry. Uh, it's just coming. haven't had the time. It, it is coming. By God, it's coming. That's uh, it's, it's coming. <laughs> don't worry. Calm down.
0: Hold your horses.
2: Also with us tonight, special guest... John Discardi from the Geek and I podcast, a podcast here on the Geek News Now Network. How are you, John? I'm doing good. Got a little lag there, or was that just me? Okay. Anyway, what's up? What you been doing? You got any new podcasts coming out?
0: Uh, well, I'm spending the weekend at the Retro Expo, so I'm prepared for that, loading oh. up the gear and going to make the trek on down to Plano.
2: We'll we we'll, we will see you down there because I will be there myself. So we'll have to link up. Okay, all that being said, let's talk Andor. Let's let's discuss Andor. Now, before we get into this week's episode Andor, I was reading something the other day and Andor right now, I think is the highest rated um. Uh, what's a good word Star Wars thing I mean if you go look at Rotten Tomatoes I mean it's it's insane and it's not just critic acclaimed it is also audience acclaimed so the audience is really really getting into this uh this show and I think this is something that has kind of surprised everyone
0: just no the up. the audience that is watching Unfortunately, right. the the ratings aren't that high.
2: Oh, okay, okay. So the audience that is watching is really, really liking this. And if you haven't been watching, go watch it because it is amazing.
0: I think it would be great once once all of them are out and you can actually binge the whole thing, the whole thing straight
2: That's through. A long binge. Well, well you think a cobra?
0: People people binge Cobra Kai with ten episodes, so. What's Wait. another two hours?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, G- I almost G- feel like the best way to experience the show is in, like, trilogy increments. I,
2: I would say yes, but y- you know what? Honestly, I've I've really gotten into this, and, and it really kind of started with WandaVision, but I really like the idea of one a week. I just like the idea of having something to look forward to, something to say, okay, Monday nights, we're, you know, we're doing MCU Mondays and we're doing the the show that came on on Wednesday night. So, I I have enjoyed the, I mean, if if this, if Andor had released all 12 episodes all at once, we wouldn't have 12 episodes of Andor. We would have, like, one
3: big episode covering everything. And Yeah, it's great. The one week, once a week release is great for us content creators because it's easier for us to keep up with it make more content and not try to binge it and i mean i guess you still could do it uh episode by episode but it would be
2: by the time you. i don't think it'd be the same
3: because everybody's always watched it or already watched it and therefore they already know what's going on i mean by the end of it so Got n- nothing wrong with binging because I love binging I do it all the time I'll sit and binge a show in a whole weekend because I have no life outside of work so
2: <laughs> the only time I ever binge TV shows is if I've seen them all in their entirety already so like I can sit down and watch The Simpsons and Big Bang Theory and The Shield and uh, what's that one we watched with Chris Boston Legal mm. So, yes, there's there's a few, but anyway.
0: Well, there there are a couple of shows that you need to binge watch because they're just that good. Like, okay, four. Well, you know, Yellowstone, I binged, we binged four seasons of Yellowstone, and once season four was uh, over, it's now once a week with season five, and I don't know what we're going to do. To go from week to week, it's going to drive us nuts because that show is just amaze balls.
3: Yes, I haven't been able to watch Yellowstone. I've watched 1883 because I have access to Paramount, but you can't watch Yellowstone on Paramount, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. It's odd. Yeah, so I've watched 1883, but not Yellowstone. So let's talk about
2: Andor. What is Cassie and Andor getting up to this week? Plans, plans, and more plans. This, this, this episode—I—I I, I watched it twice, and I don't know. There's, there's just something about it, and maybe it's the way that they're putting the episodes together. It was just to me, and again, a lot of talking in this one, but it was just so intense and so just on the nose. I mean, you started off with the uh, with uh, uh, Bix. And uh, she's being tortured. And and this this really just goes to show not only the lengths that the Empire is going to. I mean, you kind of saw it in the movies, but it wasn't like, oh, my gosh. It wasn't like this. And then you see oh, them tortured. And God. she even said, you know, I-, I can tell you all the answers you want to, and you're still not going to believe me. And you're still <laughs> going to make me do this. Yeah, pretty much. And it was like, <sighs> holy smokes!
1: Now, what, what was it that they were torturing her with? Was it? It was like the death cries of some alien race.
2: It was the death cries yeah. of the children of an alien race. The hmm. Desenites. Yeah,
3: they're a sentient creature, I guess, or I, I don't know if they're creatures or humans or what they are. They didn't really go into it. But yeah, they evidently massacred
2: them, and uh, the the guys recorded the them.
3: Stage, yeah,
2: <laughs> well, the guys on the listening stage—they said something about them listening to it as they were being massacred, and they ended up on a crawl space underneath the main bridge, just basically going crazy.
3: Yeah. So now they use that.
2: Well, he, a torture said tool. He, he said they modified it down to where it's just the children, which is even worse, apparently.
1: So, so my guess is that it has some kind of crazy profound psychological effect on people? I, I guess.
3: Seems that way. I guess.
1: <sighs> How do you spell it? Uh... I I watched it with subtitles. I I think it's like
3: D-I-Z-O-N-I-T-E-S. It's the Dizon Frey in the Outer Rim. It was an Imperial fueling station. Hmm. Which I guess these synonym beings didn't appreciate the Imperials there. So I don't know if they were attacking them or what they it kind of when they started talking about it and i tried to look it up and i couldn't find it but it kind of reminded me i thought of a rebels episode uh I, I thought it was a fueling station or refueling station but oh, i'm not that quite sure those, that
2: was those cat
3: things that couldn't come
2: out in the sunlight right
3: no this was in space
1: or was it okay well uh, uh, was it the, i don't know the, if that uh, was the
3: whales or the purgle
1: yeah i was gonna i was gonna say it might be the light speed whales
3: yeah anyways it kind of remind. i don't think it, they were referring to that episode but it reminded me of that episode
1: i'm just waiting for them to bust out Borgullet. <laughs> well,
0: i'm glad I'm <laughs> well, they, they
3: were th- talking about but evidently not but
0: that was that was the least favorite thing about Rogue One was Borgullet. <laughs> Borgullet. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, Borgullets will know
1: the truth. Lies, lies. Every day more lies. <laughs>
0: These are pets, of course.
2: Now nah, that's Wrath of Khan. I just oh, watched sorry, it. wrong, I <laughs> watched that wrong, wrong movie. <laughs> Wrath of Khan. God, sorry. Wrong franchise. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so we go into this torture thing. She comes out of it. She's she's just she's a shell of herself. But we find out too that her it's it's not her business partner, but the guy she was borrowing the radio from. You know, he had been tortured as well, and the 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 doctor guy was like, I wanna hang him to make an example. I'm like, holy smokes you guys are really going nuts. You know, this is, I mean, this is, this is like taking it to an uh, all kinds of a next level. As far as star Wars goes again, reiterating that this is a, this is, this is an adult star Wars. You know, you, this isn't something that, I mean, the kids are not going to enjoy this one. There's a lot of talking in it. There's a lot of, Story building and world building and everything else, but there's also a lot of stuff in it to where it's like, oh, that's not a kid's show.
1: So yeah, they, they kind of touched on that a bit in uh, in the Kenobi series, you know, because uh, you had Vader snapping that kid's neck, you had Vader oh, yeah. dragging Obi Wan through the hot oil. Uh, oh, geez, what else was? There? I've all kinds of stuff, but <laughs> I,
2: need go, I need to go back and rewatch Obi Wan. Just because it's I enjoyed that one. I need to binge that one. I'll binge Obi-Wan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's only like what, thirty minutes long? Oh.
1: <laughs> uh, well, anyway. Well, to thirty-seven, you have to count the credits.
2: Yes. So anyway. Uh next we get back to Andor. He's on he's on the prison planet and i it took me two or three times to kind of get where they were going with the with the prison thing and when they were talking about the uh the the, sh- the not the shifts but like the, the days left i forgot mm-hmm. what they called it what 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 was it referred to as
1: shifts you, it just, you have well, no, X
2: amount of it, left. It shifts but they were talking about oh no nobody's going home because they keep adding days to the they're not subtracting days. They're adding days to the to your numbers and all this other stuff. Something about... Um, I don't remember exactly. But they were talking about it in the Senate too with Mon Mothma.
3: Yeah, so, I didn't understand that scene. I mean, I understood what she was saying, but then you could hear people in the background, different senators, I assume. But what was the deal with the, all the lights they were shutting ready. off and
1: to, they were to show the senators that were leaving the meeting uh i thought i think i mean uh, i think the purpose of that scene was less about what she was talking about and more to kind of hammer home the idea of how divided the senate is because because well, whenever i watch these these shows the first time i watched the episodes i watched them with subtitles on and uh it showed you know some senators were supporting her and some senators were booing her and leaving so uh, yeah I think that was more meant to show you uh, you know ca- uh, kind of the the division of the politics of the galaxy and
2: and and two, when she she was talking and the, the the lights were going off every once in a while and you could see the, and you could hear hear them yelling you know long live palpatine and you know all this other stuff and you could see the despondent look on her face like I'm I'm talking, but nobody's listening. I mean, that was the running, that was the title of the episode, but it was also, if you'll notice, in every scenario that you went to, nobody was listening to anybody.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, even as far as um, when Mon Mothma was with her cousin, and we'll get to this in a minute, but, you know, she was telling her, hey, you know, go go run around, be a spoiled rich kid for a little while, and she was like, "No, oh, the Rebellion comes first. got to take care of the Rebellion. So anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. Just calm down there, calm down there, David. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, and, and again with Cassian, Cassian was was in his cell, and he's asking, um, he's asking Andy, he's like, you know, how many how many guards are on shift? You know, we, we all they all they got to do is turn on the lights. All they do is turn on and off the lights, and that's all they need to do from us. Nobody's listening. Nobody cares what we're talking about. Nobody cares what we're saying. You know, nobody's. I think he even yelled it. Nobody's listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the same token, they were talking about um, uh, the um. Uh, Because the prisoners are communicating. They're doing their sign language thing across the ways. And level two. Level two. Now, see, that initially confused me. I'm like, what what are they talking about level two? I have no idea. No clue. And until, in fact, they even explained it later on when the doctor was there. When the, the old guy had his stroke and everything. Which... Anyway, I'll get to that in a minute but the the whole thing with level two, as far as what's going on on level two now this is this is the beginnings of this is gonna be the beginnings of the escape I think this one's going to be where finally he's got enough people to where it's like, okay what was that scene in a bug's life where it's like they threw the seed at him and it's like, look, if you throw one seed at me, it doesn't do anything. But if you throw a thousand seeds at me, it's going to do a lot. And he's like, okay, how many guards on each level? No more than 12, no more than 12. And he's looking at it going, okay, how many of us are in a room? You know, 49 guys, right? I think
1: 49,
2: 50. Mm -hmm. 49. Yeah. they, They outnumber them basically. What was the run they the, the thing they did for Area Fifty One? The they can't stop all of us. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yep, and that turned out so well.
2: Yes. <laughs> How many people showed up? Did you go, like, Cam?
1: I know you went. <laughs> I was there in spirit. Yeah, I, ju- I joined I all two of them of us out were there. there in spirit. <laughs>
2: uh, so anyway, well, the, the whole prison sequence. Because then the, the 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 old guy with only forty shifts left, he strokes out. The doctor comes. The doctor says nothing more. I can do and basically a doctor assist is is it a doctor assisted suicide or is that just a well
0: I mean well, it yeah. it's euthanasia
2: yeah it's just letting him go quickly and quietly. Yeah.
1: I, feel, I feel like somewhere along the line, a waiver was skipped over.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they called Dr. Kevorkian in on him. So. <laughs> now, for those of you that don't get that reference, go look it up.
0: Now, what what was Andor doing in the bathroom?
3: Yeah, he was dialing away at a pipe. He, really he,
0: he left, you know, and then... Broke the door open, the the wall open, and is he sawing through water pipes? That's gonna flood and short circuit the system.
2: Oh, I didn't even think about that. I was just thinking electrical pipes.
1: That's what I was thinking too. I, I I'm not sure that it. Well, I mean, I, I mean the, the 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 way that I think of water pipes, I think of them as being substantially bigger than that one was, and so, uh, something like that. I I was I was thinking electrical, but you might be right. I mean. A <laughs> galaxy far, far away. I mean, <laughs> who, who's to say their pipes have to match ours?
0: And who's to say they get a lot of water? Or it could be the food without flavor.
2: Although, although I will say this. This has been a, a series of firsts. This is the first time we've seen a shower in, in Star Wars, in the Star Wars universe. And this is the first time now we've seen a toilet
1: not, not story. quite. We saw one in Mandalorian. What did we though, or did he just show him the door? <laughs> I well, i I think we actually saw it. Did we? I have to go. I think it. so.
2: We
0: saw a kitchen sink in uh, Revenge of the Sith.
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: Cause, and if you don't know that story, there in one of the scenes where one of the cruisers is blowing up. There is a kitchen sink, and that's because ILM came out and said, we are throwing everything, including the kitchen sink, into this scene. So there you go, kitchen sink. There was a potato in Empire Strikes Back.
3: hmm
2: If you want to go that way. I I can do old oh. trivia stuff.
1: Too, but... Oh, so, so supposedly an ice cream machine too. Well, with the uh, and, uh, the guy uh, who the
2: Empire, yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that I was later redheaded to being a safe confirmed
2: space ice cream what, made with blue milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, thoughts on the prison scene? Just kind of in general, as a as a as a wide array you well lot, the, the, you had a lot happening
1: yeah the the sequences you know uh, especially with uh you know at, at first everybody trying to, you know confused about what happened in level two and all that i mean that they did a really good job of building up you know the tension the mystery because uh, you see everybody's freaking out about it but you don't really know why and all they're saying is oh they're all dead they're all dead uh, and then, and then the reveal at the end of it, you know, uh, one guy was, was let out of, I think, level four, but then brought back into level two. Uh, so then, so nobody's leaving. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what, what, what's, what's Andy Circus's character's name? Is it Kino? Kiro? Kino? Loy. Kino. Kino, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean. Well, what a shift in in his character! He he goes from being the uh the authoritative, you know, my word is law guy to suddenly someone who's very scared, and you and you just see it plainly on his face. God, I I love Andy Serkis; he is such a great actor. Yeah, do you think it
0: around. was? Do you think it was scared, or do you think it was anger at at the way they treated the
2: old guy? No no. It no, was no, pri- no. I think it was I think it was I think it was scared and I think it was anger. It might have been a, a combination of the two.
1: Well, because uh, you, fi- you also have to figure two. I, I I'm sorry, Debbie. Just just one okay. more thing here. Yeah, you also got to figure two. Uh, uh, I think it was I think it was the first episode that we saw him. He said I've only got like 214 ships left right. and then I'm a free man. And so, and so to find out that, I mean, the number of shifts you have left doesn't matter. You're just, you're just going to get recycled through the system. I mean, that would make anybody scared, I would think.
2: Well, he even said um, when Andor first got there, he was like, don't, don't ever look at those days because they don't ever seem to move. You know, they, they've got it listed on their, on their little tablet or whatever that's in their room. You know, how many shifts do you have left? How many days do you have left? And he said, don't ever look at it because it never goes down. And apparently now there is some truth to that because it doesn't go down.
3: Yeah, I think the shift in his demeanor, demeanor was one of the guy dying, uh, Olaf. And uh, then the real realization that they're not leaving. Yeah. There is he's, no freedom. He's, he's and free number free. two, I think you have, do you have YouTube on, Dave? Because I can hear echoes.
2: I do not have YouTube on.
3: I can hear echoes.
2: What do you hear? Echoes. Is it a stir of echoes?
3: (laughs) Kevin (laughs) Bacon! Six
2: degrees. We are now six degrees of Kevin Bacon.
1: We made the list. Uh, um, I think I can only hear them with my eyes wide shut. (laughs) No. Bad.
3: I didn't
1: like that movie No. <laughs>
2: no my wife must have just turned the printer on or she must be getting ready to print something because my printer just turned on that
3: Ooh,
2: <laughs> <woo>. <laughs> now you might hear echoes because my printer is going anyway so I I think I think too yeah um more to the point point You know, Andy told him right there at the first, I've only got 200 and however many shifts left. And then, and he was looking at that like, oh my gosh, that's a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, 200 200 shifts, that's only like 200 days. So that's, you know, what, six months maybe?
1: Well, (laughs) it depends on how long the days are there. Yeah, well,
2: well, he said 12 hour shifts. Mm
0: -hmm. Let's not do the time thing again we did this last week I mean
1: yeah you could they could be 12 hour shifts but for all you know that planet could have 18 hour days yeah so anyway
2: well that's still I mean 12 hour shifts and 18 hour days hang on I gotta text my wife something
0: that would make a barista cry on video (laughs) i think i think the biggest mistake that they made was killing all those people on level two because because now you know
2: that's going to incite people to
0: i'm either going to die here or i'm going to try and try to escape and die anyway so i'm going to try and get out of here as and i'm not going to worry about it because either way i'm
1: dead yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm not sure. I don't remember who said this, but it, it, it's a. It, it's a fairly well-known quote. I think uh, the the most dangerous man is one with nothing to lose. Exactly,
2: mm-hmm. and these people have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of them are on paper, honey. So, she's trying to print on cardstock, and there's paper in the printer, not cardstock. It's okay. We got it fixed, <laughs> but it's going to go print again. So. Um yeah again nothing none of them have anything to lose other than their life they're going to lose their life anyways you know if they were going to sit there and die in the uh, trying to trying to get things done and that poor old guy man i knew he wasn't going to last because he was having issues right there at the first with putting everything together
3: yeah he was sweating he was panting he disorientated uh yeah classic signs of stroke or heart attack and then,
2: and then they well i guess they've been doing this the whole time but the the whole you know table one you did the worst so you get to go to the box this time and it's like crackers. <laughs>
1: I still want to know what they're assembling because because it's just the, the same machine over and over and over again. Like,
2: and and they they had six racks on on one shift, and I was like, okay, what are you making?
3: I still say it's some kind of Death Star plans or not plans, parts.
2: Why not Why not parts to uh, something for the ties?
0: Yeah, I think it's. I'm gonna go with solar panels for the ties because. Everyone gets two or maybe four, depending on if you're going to go inside and outside to hold the solar panels in there. And then how many TIE Fighters
2: you got? Thousands, thousands upon thousands. So, yes, I would say I, uh, maybe Death Star, but I'm thinking I'm thinking it, the thing with the Death Star is, is Andor is going to fight fight the Death Star in Rogue One. So we don't need him. The story of Andor and the Death Star has already happened. We don't need another story with Andor and the Death Star.
0: But are they going for irony that he helped build the thing that kills him? But, Ooh, but, but spoiler what, alert.
3: That, that
2: raises <laughs> an interesting question because he told Jen, he said, your father's been an agent of the Imperial War Machine, and I'm looking at Andor going, "What are you doing right now? I mean, <laughs> really? What are you building? Do you even know? You're, well, how do you know you're not a- even."
1: Yeah, <laughs> even if he's not, you know, doing anything with the Death Star, he's still basically in the same position that Galen Erso was. I mean, uh-huh. it, it, he's uh, he's being forced to do something against his will with the, you know, proverbial gun to his head, so to speak.
2: Yeah. Actually, this would be, instead of the gun to the head, it would be feet to the floor. <laughs> but he was even talking to that other fellow about um, escape stuff because he was saying something to him about, um, look, the, the elevators aren't charged because he grabbed the bar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, they're watching. They're, they're trying to figure out what they need to do. And he goes, if we jumped him right now, We'd be okay. No, they'd just take us back up. No, 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 no. Once it's down, it's down. So they're 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 plotting, they're planning. It's just a matter of getting it done.
0: And I've been it's it's taken me three episodes to figure out where I know that voice that comes over the speakers. And it hit me when they were told to stand in line and floors will be activated at random. It sounds exactly like uh, the voice from Tron, the Master
1: Control. I was just thinking that. Thank you. It's been
3: long since I've seen that
1: movie, so...
2: Didn't even
3: see Tron too. I don't think so. I wasn't interested. the The first one was it's on, it's on Disney.
1: There you go. There's another one. It's on Disney. Yeah, it, yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, if nothing else, if you ever have the chance, watch Tron Legacy. I mean, uh, I mean, it's a, it's. I mean, it's not like a masterpiece by any means, but man, what a visually stunning film!
0: Until the deep fakes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Until the deep fakes, but otherwise.
2: <coughs> so anyway alright now I want to go look at Mom Mothma because Mon Mothma was uh, she was obviously rejected by the Senate we've discussed this a little bit she goes home her driver says hey your cousin's at home and she's like oh my gosh what what is she doing there and you don't know that I didn't know that until her cousin showed up and it was uh Vel. It was Vel, yeah. Like, oh, 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 oh." she cleaned up nicely.
0: I was going to say, she looks good after she took a shower.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We still kind of got an idea of what a putz her daughter is because she says, look at what she bought me, oh, and she goes, oh, your father will have something. My father will let me do anything I want. It's like, you're a jerk, and I hate you. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? They need to get divorced and you go live with your daddy. That's fine. That's
1: fine. <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was watching that and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I really don't believe in, you know, child abuse as an acceptable acceptable form of punishment. But <laughs> in this instance
2: <laughs> No, but you can you couldn't do that because you've got company. So <clears throat> you you can't smack <laughs> kids in front of company.
1: Oh uh, Jeez!
2: You just just wait till you get her alone. You just wait. One day we'll be alone together. <laughs> so anyway, um, and, and again we get we get some we get a glimpse into her her family life. Um, her husband still jerk is a jerk <laughs> because he sits there and I mean and they, he wasn't even a jerk to her. It was, I mean, he he made a couple of snide comments about her, but it was to, uh, it was to Vow. Oh, did you find a husband yet? You're going to have to find somebody who's a widower at this point because you're you're so old. Like,
0: dude. Little does he realize.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. I wasn't looking for a husband. You sure weren't, were you? Anyway, so, so
0: do you think the cousin's going to uh, meet her demise at the hands of the driver? You think? You think no. there's some kind of something going on where the because she doesn't trust the driver. So I'm
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna say something's gonna happen to her. Maybe not right away, but you know, Mon Mothma is still very much on the fence about the whole rebellion thing. Mm-hmm. She's looking for a way to finance it that's legal in a sense cuz she's trying to get loans made on her family's fortune and all this other stuff. And um so she she's trying to do this rebellion in a without being too rebellious. And I think this is going to be one of those things to where she will lose her something will happen to her and that's basically going to be what pushes Mon Mothma over the edge to say okay, I'm done. I'm done with this. We're going to full on. And if you remember, if you remember back to your legends, um, I believe Mon Mothma, they they had stated in some of the the earlier works that Mon Mothma actually wrote a declaration of rebellion to the emperor and basically signed it and John Hancocked it. You know, look here, I'm the one that started this. Kind of thing, so I wouldn't mind seeing something like that. Yeah, bring back the legend stuff. That's cool. So just another another poke at those. Oh, you got rid of the legends? No, they're still using
1: them. Yeah, just don't bring back too too much because I don't particularly want to see a Rebel Alliance that was formed by Star Killer.
2: <laughs> Why not?
1: Didn't really like his character, and uh, and uh, I I th- I, th- I think that the idea of Vader having a legitimate like apprentice rather than just a bunch of inquisitors without the Emperor realizing is a little far fetched.
2: Okay, fine. <laughs> he will be at Retro Expo this weekend, though, right? We get to, we get to see him a little bit, Sam Witwer. Yes. All kinds of excited. All kinds. I'm jealous. <laughs> You're the introvert, not me. Uh,
1: see, uh, see, see, all you have to do to make Debbie happy is just give Sam Witwer a napkin to wipe his mouth with, and send it to her in an envelope.
2: Oh, I could do that. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll now you guys,
0: you me guys mentioned, him. you mentioned last week uh, uh, Anthony Daniels being in Lord of the, Lord Rings, of the Rings, so. I went and I fished this out.
2: Found your laser disc, did you? I
0: found my disc, and uh, I'm gonna have him sign it. It's a,
2: it's a. Uh,
0: oh, you're copying me. It's a two set.
1: <laughs> wow, that's how long this thing yeah. is. Yeah, so, so yeah. I mean, go, going to going to these conventions, these uh, these actors and celebrities, they love, they love whenever you bring up. Obscure material that not a lot of people know that they were in. I got, I got, I went to, I went to Comic Con or or Central Florida Comic Con. Geek News Now sent me there, <laughs> and and uh, I, I met the voice actor Dana Snyder, who was the uh, the, the voice actor for you know Master Shake from Aquatine Hunger Force. I don't know if you guys have ever watched that, but uh, uh Is that I told the one that I, looks
0: like Riker?
2: No, no, no. Aquatine Hunger Force was Which... the. The fries and the shake Which, and the head uh, the, yeah, the, f- the
0: is not one, one of them look like
1: Riker? The, is it the, the cup with the straw? He, yeah. That's, yeah
2: that's, he
1: looks like yeah. Riker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but I was talking to him and I told him that my favorite role of his was uh, Todd from Code Monkeys. That's a very like obscure show that not a lot of people that I've ever talked to have seen, but it's absolutely hilarious. The whole thing's animated like an 8-bit video game. I think you'd like it, but... Uh, oh god, he was tickled by that.
2: Okay, back. Let's get back to Star Wars. We've got the beginnings of the rebellion. We did not have um. Uh, what's his name, Stellan Starsguard in this episode?
3: And oh, we didn't
0: no. see. And we didn't see saw. No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <know> saw. <laughs> Were you waiting
1: the whole time to make that?
3: Joke? You've been
2: waiting for that for a long time, haven't you? Yeah. You've been sitting on
1: that one <laughs> for a while.
2: Uh, That's I don't... quite the punishment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think we'll see much more of Saw before the end of the series. I mean, I mean, he might come back maybe for the finale to come in and swoop in and do a bunch of killing and stuff, but. I don't think we're going to see much more of him. I don't think I don't think his character is particularly important to the story going on here yet.
2: We also got a look. We got a deeper look into the uh, ISB as well. You know, they they did a lot of their. You know, oh, uh, there was there was one, and I kind of wish they'd gone into a little more detail on this about the uh, the pilot that they caught, the rebel pilot. And oh, they're they're holding him on a star destroyer, and no, we'll do a virtual interrogation. And then the next scene, it was like, okay, here's what we got out of him. It was like, well, I kind of would have liked to have seen that, but okay.
0: So let me ask you this. Do they do, they do like, brainwashing so if they have somebody, they can turn them into an Imperial? I don't,
2: I don't think so because with this guy... They they basically said we're gonna set it up and make it look like an accident, and we're gonna kill him. Mm-hmm. We're gonna you know make it look like it was a mechanical failure of some kind and drive him into traffic.
1: Yeah, I don't think the whole brainwashing thing came around until uh, until the first order, as far as I know, because they were the ones who were like kidnapping kids and right. you know exposing them to all this propaganda and stuff to turn them into stormtroopers, basically. So
2: mindless zombies. We just had Halloween. You can say mindless zombies.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: that would have been neat if that was Bodhi. that they that they had and they turned him I, to an I Imperial. Think, and now everybody thinks he's an Imperial pilot when he actually, you know, think, gets I to Rogue One. I
2: think he's been an Imperial pilot, but I think he's seen some of the bad stuff that's done. And he's like, "I don't want any part of this anymore."
1: <laughs> yes, because that's the good sign because that, that's uh, the best way to expand the, the character in rogue one whose only personality was being the pilot yeah, is to make like, him the pilot in something else
0: Well, I mean what what does you know just turning around and saying, "I don't want to do this anymore." what makes him go crazy?
2: The borgolet?
0: Well, he was nuts before the Borgula.
3: Yeah, he was a little off kilter before then. Well, well, the way that
1: he was he was described in the movie was was he was just uh, an Imperial defector, you know, so, so someone who left. Uh, and I don't know. I th- I f- I feel like to add more to it would kind of water down what already is. I mean, he he's an Imperial pilot who defected to the re- who defected to the rebellion. I think that's I feel like that's good enough. I don't think he needs the. Uh, so he was a rebel pilot and then he got turned imperial and then he got to, and then he left the empire to go back to the rebellion. I don't I know. Think,
2: I think that's why I don't want a whole lot more of Saw Gerrera in this just because I think leaving it to the mystery of what happened to Saul. you know, cause I mean, in, when we see when we saw him, what, last episode or episode before last, you know, he was, he was on his own two feet He was healthy. He didn't need the breathing machine. But you see him in Rogue One, and it's like metal legs and breathing apparatus and bat crap crazy because everybody's the, the whole world's against him, basically.
3: Yeah, very. I mean, he's paranoid now, but he's extremely paranoid by the time we get to Rogue One.
0: And I would like to see what causes that. I would. Maybe,
1: maybe he season. maybe he shows up in the final battle of the series and gets blown away somehow.
0: Yeah. I mean we got a long way there
1: to there go. Be a
2: final battle of the series. Of Andor. I don't know. Is there gonna be a final battle? Oh, we Oh. well, hopefully.
3: <laughs> maybe sometime in season two. We gotta
2: <laughs> we, we gotta appease Dave Vermillion. He's gotta have his
3: uh, uh...
0: his pew pews.
3: His
1: All right so so, uh, so I'm going to I'm going to predict this right now the next 3 episodes are going to be him planning to escape and then it's going to end on the cliffhanger of okay we're about to do it and that's going to be season 2 I, season 2 is going to be the escape i can see the season
2: i can see the season finale because and the the, the season finale being them escaping and him Going full on with the rebels. And the only reason I say that is because, and, and this episode particularly, they have really built him up. And I don't mean the writers have, but I mean everyone around him has really built him up to be, he is Mr. Super Rebel. And we have got to watch out for him, even though he's just really just a... A mercenary who happened to be working with the rebels at the time but I mean the the lady from the ISB everybody's looking for Andor we gotta find him we gotta find him because he's the link and the key to all of this and he's just kind of a guy that was in the right place at the right time kind of so my guess my thought is is we have the jailbreak he joins with the rebels Andy Serkis probably dies in the break no
3: I hate to say it, but I've really enjoyed his character. I, I really have. I character. love Andy. I love anything he's been in. It well, except for maybe Snoke. But
0: <laughs> well, That's maybe the they story, maybe man. they stick him in a bottle and he be, he comes back as Snoke. <laughs>
3: um,
2: well, know, I it mean, would, it would be really bad as if he dies in the jailbreak and he gets all scarred up like and he looks like Snoke before he dies. <laughs> Oh, that's just awful.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm just waiting for all the different storylines to really come together because, because as it is right now, I mean you you have you have what's going on with Mon Mothma. Uh, I mean, yeah, you have this little connection of Vel being her cousin and whatnot, but I mean, other than that, like there's no intersection of much going on there besides her interactions with Luthen, huh?
2: Nothing in sight, anyways.
1: Well right. you you
0: have uh the ISP staking out Andor's mother.
2: Mm-hmm. So Aunt Petunia.
0: does she get it? And then during the escape and you know after the escape Andor figures out, you know, he's his mother's dead and that sends him back and does he run into uh mr ty the you know the uh the stalker Carn uh, Carn? Uh, yeah
3: yeah the creepy stalker I mean, he was really creepy in this episode well first he was you know having breakfast with his mother and of course she's you know doing her normal thing and then the moment he says I got a promotion, then she's just like the whole tone shifts. He's like, "What is? What are you doing for me? What's what's good oh, is this for me?" Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah, I mean the, the the shift in her. Oh God, yeah. I just wanted to punch her, and I'm sure he does too. But then he goes from that to being creepy stalker dude towards Dedra, the ISB agent or supervisor, whatever she is. I mean, he was just really creepy in that scene with her. I mean, he's like, I don't know, like he's obsessed or whatever. I I don't, I meant to write down some of the stuff he said because I just thought, God, that's just cringy. I mean, not cringy writing, just him being (laughs) cringy. Yeah. Being around you makes me
1: realize there's beauty in the galaxy or something like that.
3: Oh, yeah. I was just like, dude.
1: (laughs) I'm just, just, uh, just wait. Just wait. They're going to be talking next episode. He's just going to look at her and be like, I don't like sand. I don't like sand. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Hold on. Hold on. I'll find it.
3: Yeah, I was just, yeah, I was, even she looked disgusted at one point. I mean, she just kind of backed away from him and kind of looked at him like. She 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 always looks disgusted.
1: I mean, she, uh, she, she always looks that way, though. She's got, like, resting bitch face.
3: True, but uh, yeah, it was a little bit more when she was talking to him because I mean, you know, he he dared to even kind of grab her by the arm, and she was like, "WTF, dude, get away from yeah, me!" I think he's
0: I think he's got a crush, and you know, not to bring up any spoilers or anything, but. I hear episode 10 is sponsored by FTD and Giordelli Chocolate. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if. Yes, but. Well. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere.
1: There it is. There we go.
3: But it's all true.
1: Yep. And or brought to you by Adam and Eve.
2: Okay. Yeah, so Mr. Creepy I think he's still he's still pushing for a I think he still wants a position within the ISB or security or something. Even if it's not even if it's it's it it's hey, just I just want you to start paying me and seeing me more because I'll have information for you or I can get information for you. You
1: Yeah, he is obsessed with catching
2: Andor.
3: Yeah, that's his main focus is trying to get into a position to where possibly he could go look for him himself, not, you know, to catch him and And redeem his name. Yeah.
2: And that was, and honestly, that's uh, um, it's, it's Again, it's adding to the fact that Andor is like ultra rebel, even though Andor isn't really ultra rebel. Andrew Andor was basically a mercenary. He just happens to be the face of the group. He just happens to be the one that had had his name out there. So,
1: yeah. Well, with this big investigation of uh, a pattern of rebellious activity, I mean, yeah. he he came up at the at the forefront of it. So, absolutely.
2: One of the things he said was, uh, I wanted to thank you for my promotion. I didn't <laughs> I didn't give you a promotion. Well, I had nothing to do with this. it. My <laughs> boss seems to think you did. I like
0: I like when he's I enjoyed our talk last week. Yeah. Uh that was an interrogation, you uh <laughs> creepy dude.
3: <laughs> you <buts>. doey, doey. <laughs> what a boob. <laughs>
2: Well, look at his mother. I mean, remember,
0: remember last week when we took that bath together? I was waterboarding you, you moron.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh boy. lordy. It'll be interesting to see where this character goes. <laughs> and then,
2: something else too I'm gonna say about this. It seemed like forever I know these episodes happen on Wednesday, and it just seemed like forever before it was Wednesday again I was just I was so ready for it and I was like I kept thinking oh my god it's only Monday I still got two more days
3: I don't know what day it is anymore my days are just they're blurs because of work and what you know it's COVID flu shots all in one and yeah I I wake up and I have to think about what freaking day it is
2: Well tomorrow's Friday, so everything's good. It's all good.
3: Knock on wood. This week hasn't been good so far, so I'm I know what day
0: it is by it, it, which vitamin I open up on the Oh, it's <laughs> it's
2: Thursday. <laughs> Debbie, did we miss anything? Have we hashed this episode completely?
3: Um yeah, I think we've yeah, we've covered and everything De- Debbie has notes this week. I do. I have no, I had to do them right before the show because I rewatched the episode.
2: I watched it again this afternoon. Wow, well, I listened to it anyway. But okay, um, shameless plugs, Cam. Shameless plug.
1: Uh, well, uh, so, since I wasn't able to make uh, November 1st for my video, uh, I'm, a, I'm gonna go back to my regular. Upload schedule of the fifteenth and thirtieth of every month, because uh, because at that point, uh, you know, uh, the that family of six is coming into uh, coming in with us the day after tomorrow. Uh, they're gonna get all settled in, uh, so there's not gonna be any more preparing. I'm not gonna have to work on, you know, a, a three tier bunk bed for twelve hours. Uh, so it's gonna free up a bit of time for me. Uh, so, and... oh, yes. So, so that, that uh, the, the, this office where I'm in right now, that got painted recently. Uh, my, the master bedroom got painted. My daughter's bedroom got painted, uh, which is where that bunk bed got assembled. So it's, and that, that plus work just being balls to the wall busy, because we're getting into that time of year. I've just had no time to work on my videos. So again, to everybody who was looking forward to it i deeply apologize i'm sorry life has a way of shitting on me sometimes
2: it 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 will be there and we look forward to it with bated breath john shameless plugs
0: uh just the uh retro expo uh this weekend um depends on you know what i feel like uh, editing i'm all done with my uh Fan Expo stuff. We um, did...
2: Um, okay, so Retro Expo, that's at the Plano Convention Center. Yes. It's here in the Dallas area. If you live in the Dallas area and you want to come see us, come down on... Uh, it's Saturday and Sunday. I think it's only $15 to get in. Uh, I, th- I think...
0: think at the door, uh, door, I, I think you to. can get... Um, you can buy them online early for 10 bucks.
2: Right, right. So... Come out and see us. And if you're going to...
0: I was talking to Scott um, the other day, and I also saw a post. uh, Follow Retro Expo on Facebook uh, because he's got a lot of great information. Like, if you're looking for uh, autographs, the cash machine on site runs out of cash, and uh, all these celebs take is cash for their autographs if you haven't purchased online so uh make sure you have cash and there's going to be a ton of people there to to uh to that you you are gonna you want to see
2: yeah yeah anthony daniels will be there
3: Sam already... Sam
2: <clears throat> debbie shameless plugs
3: MCU Monday. I assume we are talking Fantastic Four movies. Uh, There's a lot of MCU uh, announcements that have been made uh, in regards to uh, Vision and uh, Agatha uh, Harkness... TV shows, so
2: it's there's
1: not,
3: been some casting announcements and title
1: changes too. To yeah, so, so uh, speaking of speaking of announcements, this was this isn't an official announcement yet. It's just a rumor coming from supposedly a pretty credible source, but supposedly uh, Daphne Keene, who played Laura or X23 and Logan, has been cast for the uh, the Acolyte series. Oh, oh.
2: really? Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Very nice.
1: So, if that's true, I'm, I'm really hoping it is, because we'll, we'll get to see more of that good old Daphne Keen rage as she beats people up however they decide to have her do.
3: <laughs> Maybe she'll be on. a Sith in training. Well, an acolyte. No, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, MCU Mondays, yes,
2: comes up on Monday. Um... This week, Fantastic Four. Next week should be Wakanda Forever, right? Yes. That comes out on the 11th.
1: Don't forget to talk about the 1992 Fantastic Four.
2: Yes, the Roger Corman classic. And, <laughs> and if, you, if you've never seen Four Stick, logical, if you've never seen it. Then go to YouTube and look it up. It's there.
3: I don't know if I really want to. I, yes, I can know. barely get through the <laughs> the first two movies. I could tolerate. It's that third movie. I'm I still haven't finished it, so...
1: Uh, you don't like fan four-stick?
2: <laughs>
3: That's okay. Nobody else does either. <laughs> nobody
1: else does either. <laughs> Even the actors were like, oh, God. So, make some kind of drinking game. If you, if you do go back and watch that movie, make some kind of drinking game out of how many continuity errors you, you come across. Like, how many times Miles Teller's beard appears and disappears between shots. Uh, um, (laughs) uh, um, um, How many times uh, Susan Storm's wig is obvious in between shots. I mean, it's, it's so, it's so bad.
2: All right. Well, that will do it for us this week. We will see you all next week where we will be discussing. We got three episodes of Andor left. Just three Mm -hmm. episodes. We're done. So... We will see you all next week. We'll discuss episode 10. Good night, good luck, and may the Force be.